SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I am Brad Brown. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll preview the Nedbank Cup clash that's taking place at the Cape Town City tonight between Cape Town City and uh, Orlando Pirates. We'll hear from both camps ahead of that clash. We'll take a look at uh, the upcoming South African National Track and Field Championships that are taking place in Pretoria over the next three days. And we'll get the latest from that Sascock inquiry that's taken uh, place at the Ellis Park Stadium at the moment. But let's start with news-making headlines. Protea's team management have decided to fight against the suspension of Kajisa Rabada. They've informed the International Cricket Council that they'll challenge the decision to ban him for two test matches, essentially for the rest of the series against Australia. Janet Witten reports. Rabada was banned after he was found guilty of a level 2 offence for his contact with Steve Smith when he bowled him out on the third day of the second test in PE. Those three demerit points already took him over the threshold for suspension and he was hit with another for his passionate send-off of David Warner the next day. The ICC now has 48 hours to appoint a judicial commissioner and the hearing must take place within seven days. The next test starts in eight days' time in Cape Town next Thursday. Janet Witten, it's ABC News, Johannesburg. In live T20 action, Bangladesh up against India in Colombo. Bangladesh won the toss. India posted 176 for three in their 20 overs. In reply, Bangladesh 126 for four after 16 and a half. They need 51 runs of 21 balls with six wickets still in hand. There is some UEFA Champions League action to look forward to this evening. Bayern Munich take a 5-0 lead to Besiktas, while Chelsea travel to Barcelona with the tie deadlocked at a goal apiece. On to golf, Tiger Woods and Ernie Els have shifted their decade-long friendly rivalry onto the international stage as they were officially named captains of the 2019 President's Cup. Woods holds the match play competition's records with 24 match wins for the United States and Els, who has won an international side best 20 matches, will lead their teams to Australia for the 2019 edition at the Royal Melbourne. The Big Easy says the appointment uh, is an honour. I'm really looking forward to this. It's really kind of a dream job so to speak, for me, you know, and I know we've got a hell of a job against, uh, you know, a pretty formidable guy to my right here, um, and, um, and a great team they have, so uh, we know we've got a lot of work left, but I'm really excited to get uh, get to work, and uh, and work with Jay and his team, you know, from the PJ Tour, and, uh, and get down there and play on a great golf course. Up next year on SAFM Sports Wrap, we chat some football. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information. Need a big football happening in the Mother City tonight. It is uh, round of 16 clash in the Ned Bank Cup. The last spots in the round of eight up for grabs. It is uh, Orlando Pirates up against Cape Town City. We join now by the media officer for Orlando Pirates, Tandi Marafe. Tandi, welcome on to the show this evening. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, um, uh, thank you. And uh, thank you for giving us this opportunity to listen to SAFM. And uh, good evening to the listeners as well. Tanya, I know things are, are hectic at the moment in the build-up to the match. Uh, just first of all, obviously, there's uh, lots of talk uh, around the Orlando Pirates camp at the moment. Uh, a bit of flu doing the rounds. How, how are things looking at the moment? Uh, is, is it serious? Uh, look, uh, it, it, it was a, uh, a serious concern a couple of days ago, um, especially because you know a, a vast majority of the team was um, uh, caught, the black, caught the bug. Uh, but uh, we've got a very capable medical team, and the guys have been working around the clock 
just to make sure that uh, you know everyone is properly healed or at least uh, able to perform today. Um, so yeah, um, uh, the guys are struggling about a bit, but uh, we will do the best we can, um, and 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 we are ready for for the match today. Tanya, I was going to say, I hope it's not the man flu, because if it's the man flu, there's big trouble with the Buccaneers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, let, me, let me put it this way. Uh, flu, no matter uh, um, that our health condition, we know that we have to win today. We know that the guys just have to buckle in and, and, and just pull, pull hard to make sure that uh, you know, we play well. It's an important game. It's around us uh, last 16. And it's the final spot that we're all fighting for to get in. Uh, we both, both teams are fighting for to get into the last eight. So Absolutely. it's an important match for us. You say it's an important match. There's been a, a long, long time since Orlando Pirates won one silver way. And Benny McCarthy, Cape Town City coach, was saying yesterday that uh, whoever wins tonight is just a, a few games away from, from potentially winning some silver way. Has that crossed the club's mind, or are you taking it one game at a time? We've learned the hard way, and we've learned from experience that, you know, you can't think that far ahead. What's important is the match before you, and uh, uh, we have to just get past the city tonight um, uh, before we can think about, you know, uh, the silver well and missing out. It's still quite a number of games that we need to play. We're taking it one match at a time, and we have to plan for each match as it comes and deal with those conditions as they come. Once we start taking championships, that's when we start making mistakes and lose uh, sight of the, of, of the target and of, of the goal. Tony, as a squad, you must bring a lot of confidence into to this clash. The league form has been very good, particularly that uh, impressive win over Kaiser Chiefs in the, the much uh, sort of lauded uh, Soweto derby uh, just over a, a week ago. The, the team must be bristling with confidence coming into this clash. Um, yeah, we, uh, we are uh, confident. We're happy with the status uh, but we still consider the day a goal against Kaiser uh, Chiefs. Um, and, and we also worry of the fact that the last time we traveled to Cape Town, we lost, uh, three meals. So, uh, the, there's still a lot of things that we need to improve in our, in our game in terms of uh, our defense and, and just, uh, overall understanding how to kill the game. Uh, but like I said, we're confident that the work that we're doing and, uh, the guys are cheated up to this game and, and I'm sure that, you know, we'll, uh, we'll able to, we'll be able to execute the plan, the technical team, the coaches, uh, Rolande and, and Mitchell have worked quite hard, and the guys have had a whole week to prepare for this match. Tandy, it's weird me saying this, but there's actually rain forecast in Cape Town this evening, which uh, we desperately need. But uh, as far as conditions go, do you think if it is a wet encounter, it might suit uh, Pirates? I know there's been a lot of rain up in Joburg. Cape Town's had absolutely nothing. Do you think that could play into your favour? Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, we we used to the rain. You know, uh, we uh, we not... Uh, we haven't been without sending uh, incentives to the Catalan. So if it rains, we'll, uh, it will work in our favor. And we're hoping that, you know, at the end of the day, we can make it rain. We can bring uh, rain for the city and uh, uh, have pirates uh, raining both um, uh, uh, tonight just to push us through to the next round. I'm not sure if you are able to let the cat out of the bag yet from a, a lineup. Who, who can we expect? Uh, who will be missing out tonight? Um... I can't get the lineup. Uh, I can't tell you about the lineup just yet, but I can definitely confirm that Julio Mandela is out due to injury. Uh, he had a, 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 an ankle injury which um, uh, ruled him out of the match, uh, and that's a major setback that we have as far as the team goes. Outside of that, we don't have any major injuries, nor do we have 
we have um, suspended. As far as uh, results go, are you willing to stick your neck out? What's the final score? Uh, it seems like the uh, three one has been working out for us, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue that way. Look, mm. I mean, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what the scoreline is, as long as Paris wins. That's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm hoping for, and that's all I'm paying for. Tandy, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM. Best of luck for the clash tonight. May the best team win. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, there you heard it uh, from Orlando Pirates. Time now to chat to the host, Cape Town City, Julian Bailey, joining us uh, now. Julian, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thanks for your time. Hi, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Julian, big game tonight. Uh, last spot in the Nedbank uh, Cup. Last eight up for grabs. Uh, and, a, and a tough encounter. Orlando Pirates uh, aren't going to be a walkover this evening. Yeah, we expect a tough one. As always, when you when you face a team of, with the caliber of Orlando Pirates. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've had big games before. We've had uh, good cup runs before. So nothing new for us. It's, uh, the boys will have a familiar feeling with... Uh, you know, uh, progressing through to the next round of the cup. Uh, we've put in a lot of hard work, you know. Um, we didn't get an easy draw the first time around. We got puts away. And this one will be even more difficult for us, even though it's at home. Pilots are on form. They're doing well. Uh, the new coach is not so new anymore, but uh, uh, the coach has done an amazing job to turn things around at Pirates. So, yeah, we expect very tough uh uh, situations up in this game, and, but I'm sure the guys will come up with the answers. They've they've worked hard enough for this, and I think they really they really want this one. And for City, the last couple of seasons, cup competitions, uh, you've you've as a club done done pretty well, and I'm sure you're expecting that form to continue. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's something about the, the cup games that that gives us an extra you know spring in our step. Obviously, for a lot of the guys. Uh, they want to uh, put another trophy in the, the club's cabinet. They want to create history for the club. You know? So, uh, from that point of view, I can I can see the the performances going to a different level. They will no doubt uh, give it all uh, to 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 have a full go to win the Netbank Cup, which is something the club hasn't won before. So, yeah, hopefully this is our year. I have to ask about uh, Coach Benny McCarthy. I know he's uh, doing some of his uh, UEFA coaching license. Is he on the bench tonight? Is he out of the country? Is, is he going to be at the stadium? Yeah, the coach is back. He, he arrived back on Saturday. So the last three days of training, he's been he's been running the show. So he's back fully. Prepared the boys really well. Shared a couple of stories about his time with Man City uh, earlier last week. So yeah, the guys uh, are looking forward to... To, to you know, uh, putting it all out there at Cape Town Stadium, so the stadium where that we return to, we haven't played here for a while, and yeah, then he's on the bench and ready to to spray his team on from the side. Julian, I have to ask. I mentioned it to Tony as well. I know there's a rain forecast uh, for Cape Town this evening, which uh, everyone in Cape Town is really wishing and hoping we get. Do you think that might, uh, if it does come down in a big way tonight, do you think that might uh, play into into Pirates' hands, or are you guys prepared for that? Yeah, it's actually just started drizzling now inside the stadium. Uh, I think the rain definitely plays in our hands. We are used to this uh, kind of conditions at Cape Town Stadium. Uh, Pirates, if you might remember, a couple of weeks ago against Ajax, had a rainy night at Cape Town Stadium, and it's definitely one they would rather forget. So, yeah, for us, we'll, it'll definitely play in our favor, and we'll use it to our, to our own advantage. 
Julian, talk to me about playing back at the Cape Town Stadium. Obviously, there's been a couple of games where you've had to play at the Athlone Stadium also earlier on in the season where you had to go and play a home game uh, in, in KwaZulu-Natal. I walked uh, through the stadium, I'm just trying to think when it was, late last week. The pitch is looking amazing. You guys must be really chuffed to be playing back in the stadium. Yeah, the pitch is looking amazing. Uh, we, we really look forward to, to playing here again. Uh, we wish we could play all our games here. Unfortunately, it's not possible, but yeah, we, we know every inch of the stadium. We, we definitely plan to use it to our advantage and make life difficult for Pirates. Uh, the guys were so excited yesterday to train here again. They had a captain time here. Uh, and you can just see, yeah, like they feel so much more comfortable here. So yeah, hopefully it comes in our favor. From a personnel perspective, I'm not sure if uh, you can fill us in on, on who's playing and who's not, but I know there was talk that a, a few of your players have, have overcome their injury woes, one of them being Matthew Rosique, which, uh, which is a huge, huge boost. Uh, what are the chances of him getting some game time tonight? Yeah, uh, Matty uh, participated in the last few training sessions. He came, he came through them quite well, uh, but the coaches decided not to risk him tonight. Uh, he's still got lots of football to be played. So, yeah, Maddie won't play any part in tonight's match. Uh, we do have Judas and Siamedi have top to lead the lines, big physical striker. We've also got uh, a, a signing which we have made in January, but he's been injured. Uh, he got injured on international duty, Masood Juma, a Kenyan striker, also a big boy, physical, lots of goals in him. Uh, he's in the squad, a matchday squad for the first time, actually, tonight, uh, after recovering from an uh, ankle injury, which kept him out for the last three months. Uh, so, yeah, we're quite excited to see what he can do, and hopefully hopefully he can produce some goals if he gets a, a chance to come on. And it's also someone that Pirates know nothing about, so he could bring uh, a surprise element to the game. Absolutely. Uh, and then I have to ask, uh, to be remiss not to, is your secret weapon on the bench, Mateo? <laughs> Absolutely, he's so excited for this game He loves the big games as well uh, Matteo will be there singing, dancing uh, Spurring the boys on the, He's highly motivational you know, uh, for, for his age And he'll definitely push the boys on To do their best And, and he'll be there at the finish line for them Should be a great uh, match of football this evening Do you, you willing to stick your neck out Give us a score prediction? Uh, 2 no, Cape Town City In 90 or are we going to extra time? In 90. In 90. I've got things to do after the match. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Julian, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Chat. Much appreciated. Best of luck for the match tonight. No problem. Thank you very much. I love it. Special assignment has moved to a new time slot. Since 1998, we can assure you our commitment to our viewers has never changed. Our world-class investigative journalists still work overtime to expose the truth, no matter how deeply it's hidden. Catch Special Assignment now on Sundays, 9.30 p.m., SABC3. Hi, my name is Nkuli Bokhopa, the president of the South African Institute of Black Property Practitioners. You're listening to SAFM. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some athletics now here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've had uh, the Liquid Telecom's Grand Prix series taking place, the first two legs, the next one taking place next week in Pal. But uh, starting tomorrow uh, in Pretoria, it is the National Senior Track and Field Championships. Really looking forward to it. We're joined now uh, by sport writer for The Citizen, Wesley Botton. Wes, welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap this evening. 
Thanks, Brad. Three more days of uh, exciting athletics to look forward to, and uh, I'm really, really chuffed out of the, I think it's the four medalists, if I, my maths is correct, yeah. out of the four medalists from the world champs, uh, three of them competing, and the only one who's not is Wade for Nick who's still injured, uh, but some big names uh, taking part in these nationals, which is uh, which is good news. Yes, great news, um, and and because because we've got the Commonwealth Games so close, I mean that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, the athletes are in really good shape as well, so um, we're kind of seeing them maybe not in the shape that they would be in uh, just ahead of an Olympic Games, for example, but they're in really good shape. So I think it's going to be an exciting three days of athletics. Absolutely, and uh, I think some of the big names to look out for. Obviously, let's let's talk about the sprinters because uh, that, that's what's been on on South Africa's minds over the last couple of weeks, particularly with what happened uh, in that uh, Grand Prix series last week uh, with Akani Sambini. Uh, that is probably going to be one of the most anticipated events. Yeah, I think it is, um, and, and rightly so. You know, the men's hundred meters um, is usually kind of the the blue ribbon event of track and field, and and I think it's. It's great for the fans that, that that event is going to be going to have the depth and the quality that we're expecting to see. It's a pity that Fanico injured. Um, one of those things. Tandor Roto, another sub 1000 meter runner, also injured, unfortunately. But a, a lot of guys are in awesome shape. Akani Sandini ran, like you say, a, a 10:05 um, season opener last week, so he's obviously in awesome shape, and we don't know how much quicker he can go. Anato Jobadwana is coming back really strong, and we haven't seen him in the kind of shape he's in for the last couple of years, probably since he got a World Championships bronze in the 200. And then Clarence Munyai, um, 20 year old, it's his first year as a senior and he's already run a 10-1 so uh, the, the sky's the limit as far as he's concerned so yeah it's going to be really exciting I think Akani Sambina is probably the favourite um, he should be on paper certainly but it's not going to go all his own way it's, um, I think it might be quite close yeah, and success breeds success, so I think it's going to be a fascinating race to watch. And then we've got two of the three best long jumpers in the world currently. They're going to be going head-to-head, so that should be a, an epic battle as well. Yes, also in good form. Um, Luva Manyonga hasn't jumped at outdoors this year. Uh, he hasn't competed in this Grand Prix series, but he did compete indoors, and he was in spectacular shape indoors. He jumped an 8.44, unfortunately settled for... Uh, the silver medal at the World Indoor Championships behind a Cuban uh, youngster who came out of nowhere. Um, but that's a really good distance. His first indoor campaign, you can't expect more than that from him. Uh, and then Roussel Samaya last week jumped an 8.24 at Tux, which is also, you know, world class. Both guys can go quite a bit further than they have already this year. Um, but again, you know, just, just great going into these championships that our top athletes are in the kind of form that they're in. Let's talk about Casta Semenya, and before we talk about her performance, I think we need to mention that she's graduated as well. I saw a picture on social media today, uh, her in her in her gowns and her, and uh, getting her degree from the University of Pretoria. Fantastic, fantastic achievement, and and showing she's not just all about running. Yeah, and and studying was was hugely important to Casta. You know, a few times in interviews where we've spoken to her, she's raised that, and and she's raised the importance of having things outside of athletics in her life, you know. Um, she's very involved in her family life as well. But studying was a huge, you know, it took up a lot of her time. It was very important to her. And it'll be interesting to see now that that's out of the way. Um, I don't know uh, from a business perspective where, where she might go. but um, And I know that she's already got some interest, uh, you know, from, from a financial perspective in business. But um, 
it'll be interesting to see how much of that time now she puts into her athletics. I mean, she's already the best 800-meter runner in the world. And if she wasn't focusing full-time, it's going to be scary to see how quick she can go when she is. Yeah, what a, what a great role model she is as well, though. Where she's in, in sublime form as well. You mentioned uh, that she has uh, also been running quite well of late. She broke uh, the longest-standing athletics record in South Africa for, it's been standing for I don't know how many years. Uh, she ran the 1,000 last week. And I, I saw the time, and I was like, that's got to be a typo. 2.35.43 for a kilometre. That's ridiculously fast. It's it's ridiculously fast, especially considering that she ran at that altitude. The the world record, the women's world record for one thousand meters is is about two twenty nine. And I think if she had been at sea level, um, I mean she didn't even break a sweat running that two thirty five. I'm not joking. She it looked like she was jogging. So I think she would have touched on the world record, and that's the kind of shape she's in. The one thousand meters is not a uh, you know, it's recognized officially for record purposes, but it's not a championship event, so it's not run very often. So we can't read too much into that. You know, that record did stand for a very long time, so great achievement for her. But it does show that she's in good shape. Um, Don Scott's come over from, from the United States. They're going to be racing the 1,500 meters together. That should be really good. But Tasta shouldn't have any problems in the 800. She should take that quite easily. And even with the form that that's Don Scott's in, um, yeah, with with the quality athlete that she is, you would expect probably both those events to go her way. No, absolutely. But in saying that, uh, where's Dom Scott's got a bit of a, a point to prove? You you mentioned the Commonwealth mm-hmm. Games at the start of this interview. She's been left out of that team. She was chosen for the World Indoors, and she, she's been running this season. She's had a, a great season. She's running PB after PB after PB. And, and yes, she might not beat Custer Semenya in that 1500, but she's going to leave it all out there because she wants to prove a point. She she really wants to prove a point. It's it's going to be so difficult for her. Um, apparently, they're running a straight final, um, in which probably works in her favour because Semenya is doing more events. She might. Um, uh, sorry, it works in Semenya's favour because she's doing more events. Maybe Scott Edward would have hoped that she would have had another heat in her legs by the time they got to the final. That's not going to happen. But the altitude will help her. You know, Scott Edward is really strong. I think that'll help. Um, and. If we go back a couple of years ago, they have raced each other at nationals over 1500. Acasta Semenya didn't have too many problems with her last time. She won by about three or four seconds, um, which is quite a big gap in a 1500. But she's shown really, really good form this year. I mean, she's broken a few South African records indoors, um, and those weren't shabby records either. So I'm sure that Semenya's aware. Uh, that she's going to be in in the race, and of all the athletes competing in both the 800 and the 1500, I think she's the one that Semenya is probably going to key off. If if anyone at all, um, she'll probably be be focusing on on beating Scott Airford. It's going to be a fantastic three days, lots of great athletics, and I'm just really chuffed. As you said, Wes, South African athletes in good form going into these championships ahead of the Commonwealth Games, and it's a chance for the general public uh, to see some of these stars in their own backyard. So tickets are available. You can get them at the ticket office at the main entrance uh, on Thursday and Friday. On Saturday, additional mobile booths will be made available as well. Uh, So make sure you get down to Tuckies. Let's fill that stadium up once again. Let's get the vibe there. And uh, Wes, I'm sure you're looking forward to to three days of great Athletics. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. You know, we were in Pretoria last week for the, for the uh, Liquid Telecom Grand Prix meeting, and the atmosphere was just electric. You know, there were people hanging off the fences. They had to turn people away at the gate because the stadium was full. So I think if people come through, they really are going to get a great spectacle of athletics. Absolutely. Wesley Botton, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks, mate. Keep well, Brad. SAFM Sports Wrap.
Beautiful staying with uh, Saskok news this time. President Gideon Sams dismissed allegations against him in the state of the organization. That was when he took to the stand at the Zulman Ministerial Committee in inquiry into Saskok governance matters at the Ellis Park Stadium today. Sams says Saskok is in a healthy state operationally and over and above fulfilling its mandates. They also have to ensure that transformation in sport happens. Look, allegations are allegations. And I think once you report, you must underline that these were allegations. Because I quoted for you here, in the, the healthy situation of the org, no organization that is in a mess can send about 300 people to the Commonwealth Games. On time, everything, our, our, our accommodation has been booked, the flights have been booked, we know exactly who's flying from where to where, who's coming into the camp late, when are the sevens coming in. Is that an organization that's in a mess? Number two, if you know what your mandate is all about, your mandate is high performance and your mandate is coach association. Coaching association, you will all be invited to come to the launch of Coaching Association of South Africa. We're just putting together now the interim committee that will be running it together with the management in there. We have Operation Excellence. It pays the athletes. It makes sure that the athletes travel. It makes sure that the athletes do compete wherever. It makes sure that their medicals are looking. If anyone, here you've got uh, Jobodwan. Jobodwan has been looked after by us. So um, Louvo has been looked after. Although they are making their own money, that's none of our business. We as Operation Excellence must ensure that they do get that. Transformation, yes. The one question that was not asked here is whether you said you are a racist in terms of, uh, um, what's her name? Kelly. No, I'm not a racist. The agenda of sport in this country is transformation. If the team is overwhelmingly black, uh, white, why would you have an overwhelming white leadership of the team? I, can't, I make no excuses for that one. And you've got competent people within the organization that can lead that team. She's not telling you that afterwards she go to, went to Europe for the World Games. So what, where is racism in that? You choose the people in terms of where you're going. Commonwealth Games is overwhelmingly black. The Caribbean, the, the guys from Asia and so on. So you look at your team and you say, uh, Chief, uh, CEO, no, no, remove that one. No, I'm a racist. I'm sorry. If that is it, transformation will happen and we will go accordingly. Sam says he's unapologetic about his leadership style, stating that certain board members within Saskok were unhappy because he had stopped them from attending international events for no reason. Sam also said he was disappointed in his colleagues who agreed with him in meetings but spoke ill of him behind his back. Very disappointed. The very one who said I'm a dictator. You know why? Because I said, you don't have to go to the World Games. No, no, but Mr. Sam, you know, uh, it's my swan song. I would, he's not saying that I'm going out there to help the athletes. No, 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 it's my swan song. Can I go with the team to Poland? I said, Poland, Poland, uh, for the World Games. I said, no, you can't go. In the Rio, we said we will go in blocks. This block go, and then they come back, and another block goes from the board. And, and he came back and said, I would like to go also for the Paralympics. I said, no, it's not going to happen. You're a dictator, so be it. I would love to stay the dictator. If I put my foot down and say, you can't do A, B, C, and D. So if people stand up here and they say, for instance, hey, you're a divisive, I must ask you questions. I'm, I'm no Hajira stood up here and said, I said to him, shut up. If you talk too much in my meeting, I'll tell you to shut up. And then I'll say, excuse, I'm sorry. Okay? 
You go, you send me a lawyer's letter, and I'll go to my friends in, in legal and say, write a letter and say, sorry, it's gone with me, it doesn't sit in my heart. That's how I run sport. I'm passionate about it, I do not hold those kind of things. To so answer directly is I'm disappointed, because even the guys like Kayam and Jacob, whom I mentored in sport, to be where he is. And today the guys have said, we told you, should never have uh, mentored this young man. Sam admitted that members of staff at Sanskoko are depressed because of the turmoil the organisation finds itself in at the moment and also confirmed that there will be a process of restructuring soon. If you go to Sanskoko now, the staff is pretty, pretty, pretty depressed because, you know, they they don't see where are we going to end. They they now have an acting CEO, but the process is now kicked into restructure. We're going to follow labour law to the letter. Each one will be in, in, invited, each one will be uh, 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 interviewed, and in the end we'll say this is the structure. This is the fit for Suscock. Are you fit? Yes, you go in there. The, the others, if they don't fit in, but hopefully it's a small staff, they will all fit into this structure. Sam was also asked if he thinks his 6,000 rand daily travel allowance is excessive. His response was, that's small money. The Saskok board must not suffer for the good of South African sport. Over 2.2 million rands was paid in board allowances uh, last year. Ridiculous. But uh, yeah, more of that and more to come here on SAFM. We'll keep you updated as that commission progresses. And that's it for this evening's show here on SAFM. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, we'll have live crossings from the South African National Track and Field Championships in Pretoria from tomorrow here on SAFM. So make sure you stay tuned. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Whitten. If you want to be in touch, sport at safm.co.za. That's the email address. Or reach out via social media at SAFM. FM radio across the various platforms or reach out to me personally at Big Brad Brown. Have yourself a superb evening. Thank you to my team in Johannesburg. Coming up next, it is the talk shop. Right now it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.